ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 49 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm losing. I'm Dan. I'm Tyler. And uh, joining us today is... My uh, nightmare. Oh, wait. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Voice actor Chris McCullough, uh, probably best known for uh, your work in Five Nights at Freddy's. Hello. Um, And uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Topless Robot Podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Already, I can see that uh, Tyler is tensing up just like by your presence, knowing that you're from Five Nights. Fnaf. I'm I'm disappointed that you made me move the mic. It was blocking the vision of him. (laughs) (laughs) I have my hat. I can take it off. There, you're you're protected. Right, so, well. good lord, it has been a hell of a fucking week. It's been a week. Oh sure has. Oh my god. Seven days. So, um, and we talked about it briefly in uh, the in our group chat about uh, the whole Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man. Um, Spooderman. James Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that we would have something different to talk about with regard to this because the rumors were that Sony and Disney had come to an agreement and that they were going to announce it at D23 yesterday. They did not. That didn't happen. No. Because And it's sad because the agreement that was rumored to have been accepted was seven more movies and Marvel would be producing not only Spider-Man, but the other Spider-Man universe movies that Sony was planning. So that's Morbius... That's, you know, uh, they've got a Craven the Hunter uh, movie that they're planning on uh, and everything Marvel and this Gwen, second Venom movie. So Marvel would be attached to all Gwen, of that. Gwen Stacy, Mall Trouble, the film. <laughs> you see, the reason that I knew that that was false is because that's that's quite literally too good to be true. Way too that good is, to be true. That is fulfilling everyone's fantasy <laughs> after yeah. already your, being chucked off fantasy, the cliff. My fantasy is that they'll stop fighting and then make a Chrono Trigger movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> It'll never happen! <laughs> You've got to dream. You've got to hold on to the dream. Um, so, I've noticed there are a lot of mixed opinions with regard are you okay there, bud? <laughs> my coffee just attacked my eyeball. That's because you put the cup in your mouth, not your eye. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, still learning. He's he just needs time. I think Ryan. I think is, is his so far, sippy cup is... in the in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> this has shown it's, that I have a drinking problem. Like the, <laughs> every <it's laughs> just another day of difficult being. A it's Tyler. difficult being me. Anyway. It's difficult being around you too. <laughs> <laughs> See. If I'm going to be down in the depths, I'm going to bring everyone else down to my level. I feel it. <laughs> um, so, uh, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by your ineptitude of drinking. So, anyways, <laughs> um, there are, like, opinions across the board uh, on this. You know, some people are blaming Sony. Some people are blame- blaming Disney. 
either way, the one thing that everyone seems to be able to agree on is money. Like, yeah, money. These I are big, Spider-Man. These are big corporations. We shouldn't be, <laughs> you know, feeling feelings about this. You know, uh, everything that they're doing is for greed. At, at the end of the day, Disney and Sony are the divorced parents, and we're just the children. Oh, being does that like, mean why? Spider-Man Was it my fault? Did I do something? Did I cause this? <laughs> I yes, know that uh, people love Disney, but the more things that can get taken away from them, the better it is. Correct. I don't mm-hmm. like them. I, Competition is fantastic. I don't. I don't get that invested in watching movies, so it's not a big problem for me if they suck. If sure. Disney makes less money, I'm happy about it. I am with you on that to a point. I feel like uh, yes, Sony owns the movie rights to Spider Man. Doesn't change the fact that Spider Man is a Marvel character it's a marvel property sure and you know i just want spider-man to be home at marvel like i want and now that marvel he is wants a homecoming capable uh you know filmmakers and and they built up the mcu uh <laughs> i want all marvel properties to revert back to marvel because i don't think anyone else is going to do them better so you want a spider-man homecoming but unfortunately you, why he's did far you decide from home. <laughs> why did you decide to repeat the joke because I had to say the second part. Oh. <laughs> we already glanced over the joke. <laughs> that joke kind of missed. It was far from home. Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I get it. <laughs> God damn it. You're oh, right. Fuck. Disney will make all of the Marvel properties better than anybody else, but also, fuck Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of... Uh, they're bullies. They're bullies, corporate corporate overlords, and you know, great uh, a great uh, addition to the uh, dystopian cyberpunk landscape that we're getting into. Yeah, right. Oh, speaking of which, I know like we have a lot of things to talk about. Oh, so much. But something else really, really cool. What cool? Important happened this week. The first crime. Oh, in space. space happened. I heard about that, but I didn't actually uh, read the article. I just saw the headline. I just love the headline. First space crime committed. It was just space adding space to it. Involving space criminal activity. Yeah, so what happened? Um. So one of the astronauts was like illegally accessing their spouse's like oh, financial information from a computer yeah. in space. In space. Like, it's, it's not even a cool crime. You know, it's not like, you know, yeah. someone was the first crime in space was committed with the first ray gun, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> or at least like uh, an American and Russian astronaut got in a fist fight. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> no, right. Space assault. <laughs> space assault and battery. S- somebody flashed their junk from the ISS. Nobody <laughs> actually saw it, but, you know. Space flashing. Yeah. Oh, my flashing. God. If I was an astronaut, I absolutely would fucking put some pressed hams on that, on yeah. that, on that capsule window. Look, and there are moon two moons. the entirety of humanity. I would also moon the moon. <laughs> yeah, the moon and moon the moon. You can, you can moon the moon, moon from Earth, though. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I mean. but, but the, it'll be closer. <laughs> the moon can see and appreciate. I wish the moon to view the craters on mine. <laughs> The cheeks of tranquility. <laughs> I'm curious how the fuck they found out. Like, do you trace an IP address and it's like, 
Wait a second. It's coming from space. <laughs> that can't be right. The ultimate crime. They didn't know who did it. There's only six people in space. <laughs> Crap. Yeah. I think I that's think what it makes a- it easier is there's so few people you have to. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think if I read right, it was something like the, uh, it was the domain or the email was registered with NASA that they used or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So not only was it a dumb crime, it was committed really stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah. In space. <laughs> That's what makes it's it like cool. Jason X all over again. Oh, In space, God. no one. Also, if you need to illegally access someone's financial information from space, <laughs> you probably already have enough money to not need other people's money. Yeah. You're an astronaut. <laughs> In space, hey. no one can hear you ping. <laughs> Damn it. I was, I, was I was going for it. I wanted to get my killer my killer clowns joke in. But... <laughs> it's gone now. Um, and there was a bunch of news out of uh, Gamescom this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where, but for the life of me, I, my brain new lapsed. And... Purple space. Well, there's now. a new, yeah, the, uh, the, I, I saw the uh, the trailer for that. I was just like digging around on YouTube, and then I was like, "What is this like space thing?" Because I like space shit, and uh, like uh, crime this... in space. <laughs> yeah, I love crime in space. Okay, Kerbal shit posting program. Yeah, the Kerbal shit posting program. Space criminal minds. Spriminal. <laughs> um, but uh, they there. I now I can't remember any of the goddamn announcements. It's um. I got. I'm not looking it up right now. <laughs> of course not. Well, there are video okay. games coming out, and people are very excited about them. There are. That is a fact. Uh, Risk of Rain Two got announced for the Switch. Oh yeah, I did. I did see that. Uh, I remember that. There was another thing. Risk of Rain Two is fucking awesome. Oh, we have that retraction. Oh yeah, we do have that retraction. Apparently, uh, we mentioned last week. That Nintendo, uh, if you purchased your Switch recently, uh, Nintendo is swapping it out for the new model for free. Apparently, that is not an official Nintendo program. Uh, and the source on that was a Redditor who like posted a conversation that he had where mm. the uh, he posted a recording of him talking to a Nintendo rep on the phone and they said that but oh. when contacted uh, Nintendo said that the, it is not an official program that they're doing that is not something that they're offering uh, and yeah I guess Billy's cool it. cool uncle that works for Nintendo was wrong huh <laughs> yeah true <laughs> so uh, one of the things we got some more information on was that very interesting looking John Wick Hex strategy oh, yeah. game oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which I'm actually really excited for still. It looks fascinating. Is it uh, Wixcom? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think it'd be like one of the one of the few ways you could handle the chaos of a John Wick game would be to slow everything down. Yeah. And in yeah. a hex game, that gives you the opportunity to do all those strange combat maneuvers. I mean, it would either have to be a strategy game or it would have to be a ga- basically a skinned version of my friend Pedro. Yeah. Or or just have to be a game that makes liberal use of bullet time. Yeah. I was going to like say... Like some Max Payne shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say... Or those um, really shitty Matrix games. Uh, the Matrix the games. Matrix Speaking online. of the Matrix... Oh, that's right. Mephortrix. Matrix 4. Mephortrix. Is Go, apparently, with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss signed back on. 
Which do we need a, a Matrix Four? We didn't need a Matrix Two. Yeah, no, <laughs> or, or we absolutely didn't. We definitely, we didn't did need, need the Animatrix. So that was cool. Animatrix was cool. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't think we need this. It's it's taking taking full advantage of the uh, Keanu fever that is now sweeping the nation. <laughs> yeah, right. It seems like that has to be the the only thing that is fueling that is i'm more invested in that than i am in matrix oh absolutely 100 percent bill and ted yeah i don't know have they started filming out here yet they're they did they finished filming are you serious they're already finished filming mother fuck yeah (laughs) because i knew they just they just wrapped up filming like a day or two ago i think we should still you know go get some pictures taken at the uh at the at the gas station yeah which i was was, i'd been going to for years before someone was like you know that's the gas station that's the circle k from Bill and Ted, right? And I was like, no, you're fucked with me, dude. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Just, you know. Yeah. I you were going to just end that with, the, you know, that's the gas station. That's the gas station. Well, there <laughs> are strange yeah. things afoot. Yeah, so gas. Cool. <laughs> did, did we also get uh, the, the lovey information on how you can piss in Death Stranding from Gamescom? Oh, yeah. yeah. How, <laughs> how for some reason that's a big deal. Hey, listen, Kojima's work is autobiographical, <laughs> and there was that time that he killed that guy with his piss. Yeah. Joy of the game! Uh, um, we also got information on the MMO Marvel's Avengers that uh, Square Enix oh, is doing. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's right. From, from what I've that's been That's an told, MMO? Yeah, it's got like a Destiny 2-ish model huh. uh, where you play... Yeah, it's like a hero MMO. You're all Hawkeye. We don't need more hero MMOs. Well, maybe we finally need a good one because every single one that's been made so far sucks. Uh, City of Heroes and City of Villains City were actually very City of Heroes was fun. City of no. Heroes was a game. Uh, DC I... Universe Online is not great. Nope. Um, Imposters. The problem with imposter. making a, a hero MMO, a superhero MMO, is people want to be the Hulk. People want to be these characters. And if it's an MMO, you don't get to be. You those can't characters. be the Hulk. I think but- you might actually be able to in this, unless the Hulk is just in a cutscene. I can't tell. No, 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 um, no, no. That's that's not the Incredible Hulk. It's the Incredible Hank. <laughs> it's, it's the, incre- the Incredible Chulk. <laughs> um, if they let everyone be the like the Avengers superheroes, you just know that there's just going to be a horde of fucking Hulks going around the world. Yeah. And then, like, a bunch of people that think they're Deadpool, even though yeah. that's not an Avenger. Right? I'm actually, yeah, Crystal Crystal Dynamics. Is that, a, is that like an offshoot of Square Enix or something? Uh, they were part of Eidos, I think, okay. uh, and are on... part of Enix. Cool. They yeah, the Enix Final part of Square Fantasy Enix. Stuff, Crystal Dynamics? No. No. Uh, Crystal Dynamics does. I'm thinking uh, Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Which was actually a pretty solid game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crystal Dynamics does uh, the. In I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, Crystal Dynamics does uh, the Tomb Raider series. Uh, yes? Question mark. I believe so. Anyway. And you definitely do get to play the heroes. As I'm watching this gameplay video, they are playing the Hulk. They are actually playing the Hulk and like throwing tanks around and shit. Yeah, right. Every one of them is is the Hulk. You've got just a team of seven Hulks. <laughs> eh, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, and then it, it jump cuts to the future when the entire internet is taken down because 
of this game. <laughs> Dan, Batman. you play Space Station 13. I think you know what the worst <laughs> yeah. thing that can happen is when you're talking about games and online. Oh, yeah, but yeah. like the amount of things you can actually fuck up in an MMO are pretty minimal. Like there's not a whole lot you can exploit usually. It's not that, and even when there is something you can exploit, like it's, ooh, I jumped out of bounds in this area. How spicy. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a big fan of most MMOs. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, they're boring. And- ooh, as I'm scrolling through, guess what else we're getting? <laughs> Minecraft RTX. <laughs> There's bees in Minecraft. <laughs> bees. Covered in bees. Was, <laughs> was, was that the one we saw um, footage from? No, that was no. Minecraft Dungeons. Dungeons. Oh. A Minecraft demo which had been lavished with the new ray tracing upgrade. <laughs> well, the likes of Call of Duty and Shadow of the Tomb Raider only have more detailed and realistic shadow effects. Minecraft looks like an entirely new game with RTX activated. Those Spoiler blocks have never looked more realistic. <laughs> That's what we needed. Minecraft ray tracing. That's exactly Eight-year-olds around the world rejoice. So they're all 12 now? <laughs> Are you playing Fortnite? God damn. Fortnite. Ugh. When I, I grow up, I'm going to be a YouTube star. I, I don't think you're allowed to say Fortnite without dabbing, right? Isn't that... Isn't that um. <laughs> Ryan, can I get that bottle? <laughs> you! Why? What have I done to you? I, I, I apologize in advance. We're in the splash zone. You, get, you might get the mic. <laughs> ah, I've got pillows. I got these mics. I've seen worse. Okay, <laughs> that kind of oh, scares no, me I now. I just asked for, for the bottle, <laughs> Tyler. I'm not, not doing that, it right. Oh, okay. Now. You're not. Like you're it. not gonna know when. I don't like. You're just it. gonna know. Could happen any time. No. <laughs> any time. At any he moment. He just flinched as you put it in your pocket. <laughs> Damn it! No. <laughs> and then the last thing I see uh, is uh, we can gloss over these real quick. We have a new Tom Clancy game and a new Call of Duty game. Cool, great, that's done. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, look, it's the same game, but with something slightly different. Yeah. Look, this gun gum- comes in gold and silver. Except this one's called Call of Duty Modern Warfare instead of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare from 15 years ago. Call of Warfare <gasps> Modern Duty. I Call stopped playing Call of Duty games after Call of Duty Three. That, that they were it. fun, like when they came out. It was it was cool because you know, like being like a World War Two nerd growing up. Because my dad, you know, we played those games together. Mm. And then when it jumped into the modern warfare stuff and it became more multiplayer instead of about us, about the campaign, I stopped caring because uh, I can pretend better than this game can represent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Like you ever play any of the Call of Duty games? No. No? No. Not much of a shooter guy? Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wolfenstein fucking rules. But which era? I go all the way back to <laughs> Apple II all the way up. I kind of I kind of got out once Bessida took over. Those are just, it's just not resonating with me. Like Return oh, really? to Castle Wolfenstein, I'll play that. Yeah, I'll, I'll play that until the end. Um, the... Uh, I've found uh, Wolfenstein. So I have Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch. Mm-hmm. It is a surprisingly extremely good game. Mm-hmm. I I've re- have really enjoyed that game quite a lot. Um, and they've done, you know, like put a lot of polish on, on the newer mm-hmm. ones. But in general, I'm finding myself less and less in love with shooters. Like I miss the old run and gun style. I miss Quake, you know, and, and running around in Quake and Unreal Tournament and, and that kind of stuff. And and- Chex Quest. 
Yeah, a lot of the uh, the more limited uh, brutal checks quest. Brutal checks quest. Sorry. Come back to that me when you so when you bring good. up Banjo Tui and the multiplayer shooter on that. No. <laughs> oh, you made it missed. Shotgun blast. The uh, the limited human movement that people have been leaning towards for quote unquote realism just makes games less fun. Yeah, like, I want to be able to jump twenty stories and yes, you know. I I don't understand this obsession with realism you are making a fantasy property you're making something impossible like stretch it do whatever you can to make it entertaining nobody wants to be a human it's yeah. boring <laughs> i mean the only benefits for, for why dan for identifies as an is elf. that you get, you get extra feats yeah uh dan identifies as a wizard that's not a race ryan that is that's a class it's a life <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who are you to go telling me what a wizard is and is not? Sorcerer trash. <laughs> See, I bet you let your dad's bloodline do all the work for you. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> My papa's magic Weird is flex, strong. but okay. <laughs> Take that, sorcerer. Look, I made a broom dance. <laughs> it's going to get water now. <laughs> Oh, look at all of those limited cantrips, you know. Uh. I can throw my voice across the room. Oh, prestidigitation, we all know that one. <laughs> Unseen hand. Um, More bagel bites. I bet you took dancing lights. Uh. So, uh, Onanaki came out this week. Yeah. Uh, that was a game that we had all kind of remarked looked interesting mm-hmm. uh, during the e- E3 uh, uh, you know, press conference. That's not the houseboat one, is it? No. Okay. Um, this is... Well, Dan uh, had kind of dismissed it as standard JRPG affair. Oh, that one. Um, it, it, it looks interesting. I haven't looked too much into it myself. I downloaded the demo, mm-hmm. and now I have to buy the game. Yeah. Um, oh, is that in the terms and agreement? <laughs> no, so if you look it's, really closely, it actually uh, requires your soul. Um, it is a basic uh, action RPG. Like it, it seems like just a, a typical action RPG. You know, Japanese aesthetic, uh, things like that. Aesthetic. Um, but and the combat, from what I've seen, does get a little repetitive. Uh, but the graphics are very pretty, and the concept of this story is really interesting. Um, you're part of... It starts with your main character as a child, and uh, your parents have just died. Typical anime fare. But... Nani! If you're in the, anime, you're not allowed to have... Your, your best friend reminds you that you're not allowed to grieve. You have to be happy and celebratory otherwise your parents souls will get lost and not make it you know to Valhalla (laughs) Japanese Valhalla (laughs) and uh, it's like regular Valhalla but with more karaoke (laughs) there's a round one that's racist (laughs) it's like like Valhalla but with capsule hotels (laughs) you grow up and you become uh, what's called a watcher And the Watchers actually are able to travel to the spirit realm and find these lost souls uh, and uh, help them get to where they need to go. I have a question. Uh, Who watches the Watchers? Tyler. Please. (laughs) (laughs) 
First of all, I was getting ready to say that joke. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> Second of all, there's a, I already see a major loophole here. If you okay. grieve for your parents and they get lost, but your job is to go find lost souls, then you go find your parents and then get the clothes you actually need. So, the oh, game Oh, it's not anime. That's not anime though. The game took a real interesting turn. Like I'm going through and I'm like, "Okay, this is kind of an interesting premise." And uh you you know the first mission that you have in the game, you find the soul of this small boy, and this boy is really sad and just wants to see his parents in his home again. And so you say, okay, well, we can do that. And you you and your uh, friend uh, kind of escort this child to uh, his home, and the parents can't see him, obviously. Uh, but you knock on the door and, hey, you know... Uh, we're uh, here about your son. And they're like, oh, nothing's wrong, right? He should have passed over by now. Like, we haven't been grieving. We haven't been grieving. And uh, you're like, well, actually, there is a problem. Uh, we have your son with us right now. And they're, you know, trying to figure out, we didn't do anything wrong. We haven't been grieving. You know, he's supposed to be passed by now. And uh, uh, the boy says, I don't want to be alone. And, and he's crying. And so they can't hear it. Uh, your partner uh, says that he's crying. And they're like, oh, God, what's wrong? You know, why is he crying? And you, your character is very cold, like very closed off. Uh, and so he just says, matter of factly, he doesn't want to be alone. Oh, is it because and he's your partner, dead? Your partner, time. It, your, your friend is like, it kind of shushes you. Um and the next thing I know, like, the mom is like, I see. I'm ready to go. Yeah, And I'm like, what the f... Is she about to just go and commit suicide <sighs> so she can be with her son? And then the father is, like, kind of distraught. And he's like, yep, okay. Me too. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on. What the fuck is going on here? And then you cut them in half with your katana. <laughs> yeah, nothing personal. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. I, what? I, I know. What? What? Yeah. So <laughs> it's almost like I can predict what's going to happen. <laughs> they they kneel down, and you fucking slice them in half. Ah, but with the power of friendship. <laughs> and I was like. Holy shit, that got really dark. Like, that's fucked up. So that's, you know, the intro of that game. So I, I need to learn cool. more about this world. <laughs> Sounds like a very lovely and uplifting game. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Sound like anime. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and probably the most anime JRPG element of it is you fight with demons. You're, you know, D-A-E-M-O-N-S. Uh, that demons. is how you f uh, fight. You find demons and you take on the weapon that they have equipped and they help, you know, in battles and stuff like that. Um, which you just got to believe. It makes the fighting a little less samey. Okay. Um, but still, it's button mashy action RPG, you know, kind of stuff. But uh, The story sounds interesting. Yeah. I really want to uh, play more of that game. I have really enjoyed it. 
Even as we speak now, the main the principal <laughs> characters are starring and featuring in fan fiction. <laughs> oh, the ships that are being made right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. They shall so sail ships. across the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Along with my Final Fantasy IX uh, uh, fan fiction. Crossover. <laughs> What's the name of this game again? Oninaki. 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 Okay. Yeah. Very cool. interesting. Uh, but uh, what all uh, have uh, you guys been playing? I'll start with you, Chris. Um, I've been on a hardcore uh, Dead by Daylight kick recently, um, but I've also been playing uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Are oh, you a yeah. uh, Are you a killer or a survivor main? I'm a survivor. I am Ash right now. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I haven't played since they added Ash, uh, but uh, it looks really cool. I've we, seen some gameplay. Yeah, he it. does do the voice. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, I mean it's mostly grunts and stuff, but every now and then, look who's shitting in the tall grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they've done a, a really surprisingly good job of keeping that game up. Like the Friday the Thirteenth game and uh, Dead by Daylight were like, you know, they were about to come out i think i think the plans were that they were going to be coming out around the same time and then dead by daylight hit market first mm -hmm. and i remember like being super excited for the friday the 13th game and then dead by daylight just fucking overshadowed him like crazy i was a, a backer for the friday the 13th game so yeah i'm i've watched everything it's that game should have had so much more potential than what it did yeah but it's just lawsuits and honestly bad customer relations with the with gun and the, and and mm. the players is just that sucks you know. I, I know when it first came out people were really stoked about friday the 13th and i was like i know it was it had that yeah you hear dead by daylight more all the time yeah. now than yeah you ever did friday the 13th there's that two weeks two month period where friday the 13th was like yeah this is great this is great this is great and it disappeared <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like it's, it's popular it will come back because as we all know jason lives uh, <laughs> just before taking Manhattan, um, the it's almost like uh, Jason would be better served as becoming DLC for Dead by Daylight. Like they I think it'll happen eventually. So many other characters at this point. Once all, once the lawsuit and all that crap is over, I'm pretty sure they'll get the rights. By Friday so. the Thirteenth, Doki Doki Literature Club crossover game is complete. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. <laughs> You're going to have sex with Jason. <laughs> this sounds like Dan's dream game. Because we all know that dating sims are the, his favorite part no, of every I, game. I, 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 I thought Dan was more of a leprechaun guy. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, I choose the alternate route where instead of having sex with Jason, I choose all of the worst dialogue options, and he kills me very early so I can stop playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a pro gamer move. Absolutely. <laughs> How about you, Tyler? What have you been playing? I finally booted up No Man's Sky. <laughs> oh, it finally loaded. Uh, yes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, played No Man's Sky. Um, it's pretty awesome. Uh, how, how are you liking? I want to play the. I want to play the VR. I've watched a whole bunch of people playing VR, and it looks sick. Uh, I will say, don't play it on PlayStation VR. Really? It is muddy garbage. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. The one that I was watching was really cool. <laughs> well, sure, they're capturing the screen. Fair. They're they're capturing the actual rendered, you know, uh, stuff. What you're seeing through that headset looks horrible. That's disappointing. 
Um, but I, I am liking the the new update. I've also liked the last new update. Like every every yeah. with every iteration, the game's actually becoming a real game. That's like. It just feels more you know, it's alive. It's almost a game from what I hear now. I mean, this is what it should have been when it came out. Yeah. Two years ago now? Three. Wow, yeah. Well, the fact they stuck to their guns and still. It's so it. cool. What and guns? You can see, I kind of, <laughs> on one hand, I feel bad. Uh, the developer's name is, or the. Hello Games. Yeah, Hello Games. Hello, but I feel bad games. for them on the one hand because it feels like. You know, they got so much shit, and they've been actually very, like, this. we're going to fix this the entire way, the, like, from the beginning. They're like, we're going to make this good, and they've been doing that, and they've, like, every time, like, they've gone beyond what they initially say they're going to do. It and, is admirable and impressive in this day and age that they could bounce back from the PR nightmare that was the mm -hmm. launch of that game. Yeah, I'll give them credit for that as much as I still detest that game. Like, at least they made good on that. You know, they've made they, it a legit. I don't think it's that difficult to bounce back, considering that the rest of the world is a PR shit shit post right now. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, but I the mean, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, as, yeah. oh. especially considering yeah. Hello Games is a small indie studio. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure when when I met them at uh, PAX East in 2010, uh, when they were doing uh, Joe Danger, I'm fairly certain I met everyone who worked for the company because mm. there were only like four people and i mean like the i know they promised a bunch of stuff when they initially released it and it didn't have it but um when i finally got to got around to see, to seeing a friend of mine play it um it was really relaxing and very pretty to look at so i imagine that even though it didn't it fell through on a lot of the promises that were made i feel like there was enough hope that those things would eventually be added. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like they're coming through on that now. Yeah, um, but even still, like, the the big PR explosion that was the, the launch of that game, mm. can, and mixed with the fact that this is a smaller studio that yeah. was first off getting insane amounts of press and hype for the game leading up to its release, and then huge explosion in, in failure to deliver after it was released and bugs and all kinds of this yeah. that would close any other studio of a similar size. Absolutely. I watched the, those trailers saved. like a thousand times before the game came out because I was yep. like jazzed. Yeah. They probably got saved by the fact that they did release it and a lot of people bought it based on that hype and then we still so they got a whole bunch of extra money. revenue to coast <laughs> until they were able to make it a real they game. They were able to take those resources and, mm -hmm. and apply them to making the game <laughs> they promised. <laughs> we basically bought the stream, the Steam Greenlight version of yeah, the game. Yeah, I was going to say, it, <laughs> in, it, if it were any other game, it would be early access. Yeah. <laughs> early uh, it, access. It's it's a lot of fun. It feels more alive than it ever did, and it just it's it feels like what they promised day one. And I'm going to put a lot more hours into it. Cool. I am enjoying the heck out of it. So that's good. How about you, Dad? Uh, I've really only played the new Fire Blub. That's about <laughs> it. Um, I will say for all of the complaining that I did before it came out, a lot of the things that they hyped up aren't nearly as uh offensive as they seem they would be like yeah it's still an anime game and the storytelling is eh, but it's it's a fire emblem game it's got good fire emblem gameplay uh they did they made a lot of improvements tea time's fucking dumb though yeah we finally got into tea time so uh 
If uh, you haven't seen, we have been filming uh, Dan's uh, first run uh, with Fire Emblem, uh, and we finally got uh, tea time unlocked, and that was startling. When you have a perfect tea time. Yeah, when you have a perfect tea time, whoever is across the table from you, it just zooms in onto their face. So, and it's it's very unsettling because they're creepy looking anime characters and specifically the person that I managed to get the perfect tea time with what's um, is just this small girl who has huge like bright green eyes and it just zoomed right out on her face I actually was just like ah! <laughs> so um tea time tea time yeah um I, I watched some of the, the videos they were very funny. <laughs> it's McCheese. <laughs> yes, Professor McCheese. Professor yes. <laughs> but so you're, tell, uh, you're, left, so you're telling life me of being a mayor. You're telling me, in addition to being to being a Fire Emblem game, mm-hmm. it's also an anime dating sim and a well, go- so that's the, that's game? the thing. It is not an anime dating sim, oh. except for the tea time. This is actually way less offensive as far as the dating stuff goes than like the last two Fire Emblem games, uh. specifically the last one. The last one. Uh-huh. I just don't see what, <laughs> what what golf has to do with any of it. <laughs> well, there's wondering. no golf. There's fishing. Oh, you said tea time. <laughs> oh, I thought I was drinking. Oh. What's your handicap, Dan? Uh. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> You're killing us, bro. See, it, it's like it's like when a child cries in a corner; they just want attention. You just don't respond. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and I agree with you in that you know, like while tea time is ridiculous, at least it it has direct uh, benefit to the gameplay. Yeah. In that, like, by doing anything that is building relationships, so like tea time and things like that, you're building up a meter that you can then deplete by teaching them skills and, and raising their levels. Well, so tea time doesn't like do that. that. Oh, tea time doesn't? No. Does it do your professor stat? Uh, it does the uh, charm stat, which increases the effectiveness oh, of all right. of your squadrons, like your gambits oh, that's and right. your. Yeah. Because uh, that's a new mechanic to this one that's really cool is units have a leadership stat and authority stat that you can assign powerful units that have gambits attached to them uh, that can do a whole lot of things like lock enemies down or reposition them if you hit them. You have group heals, group, group spell casting, stuff like that. That's brand new to the series and it's actually really good. Huh. But I suspect that it's very overpowered and we're, we're going to find that out. Yeah. That's why I've, as I'm playing... I'm training all of my students, even the ones who aren't specialized in authority, to get up to like at least C, because I I know I know those squadrons are going to be overpowered later on. Yeah. Insert X Men joke here. But that's about it. Previously on X Men. Life don't get much better than this. Still still wrapped up in the hell of getting that Space Station 13 server up. Yeah. <sighs> Almost there. Space we believe in you. I've only been able to get two other people to actually do any work. Everyone else has flaked out. But don't worry. It's going to happen. <laughs> I've already only paid for two months of server uptime for no use aside from stress testing. Stressing? Actually, if, how easy is it to move your setup? Because I just have a server that you can put it on. Uh, it should be pretty easy. We'll see. I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to my uh, my software guy 
Okay. It's, I've talked about Ian before. Yeah, Ian, yeah. Ian is uh, the guy who's fronting the Space Station 13 endeavor for the most part. He knows more about it than me. I'm just the uh, I'm the face man. Because I can just spin up a, a, Peck? a server <laughs> for like nothing. Okay. And uh, we can put it on that. Interesting. Yeah. Brooks, what have you been playing? Well, apart from this super dope Neo Geo X that I received mm. in a package this week from... You have to do the, one of our biggest fans. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Would you display uh, for our audio-only listener? <laughs> for the audio listening audio-only only listeners, you can hear the plastic clapping right now. <laughs> this is the Neo Geo topless robot ASMR. <laughs> All right. You hear the buttons. Um, so uh, I've been futzing around with this a little bit, but my primary gaming endeavor this week was a little game I like that you play. That's a <clears throat> is it Chrono Trigger? <laughs> no, uh, Silent Hill Two. Oh, nice! Playing Silent Hill Two. Yeah. That is speaking of Ooh. games that gave uh, me nightmares. I, I want. I like the the spooky. The best of the Silent Hill games. Yeah, and like yeah. so, I was playing the. HD remaster mm -hmm. um, on the PS3, and it's hot garbage. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah, it's hot garbage. <laughs> what What did they get wrong? How do you fuck up an HD remaster? Well, I watched a video on it this week. There are a lot of little things that have, like, as far as like licensing goes, with like some of the mocap stuff, um, and they kind of had to work from the ground up when it came to a lot of things, and so they did the best they could, but it just wasn't wasn't good that sucks it wasn't like I, I played through a lot of it and it wasn't like unplayable it's just like comparing the experience on the ps2 to the the remaster it's just not quite the same it doesn't have the same atmosphere hmm. um they, they, all, they, they also fuck up the, the fog of that fucking game is yeah the right atmosphere. Yeah, they, they, they fuck up the the mist or the fog or whatever in the beginning of the game and I've been playing through it now and i'm like yeah this looks slightly worse but it's a lot of fun it's a Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that is a game. Yeah, that that is a shame that they uh, fucked that up because like that is absolutely the best Silent Hill game. Mm -hmm. um, it is a great game, but it is definitely one that I tried playing by myself at home uh, and with all the lights off and my big old headphones when I was a kid. And this you do this to yourself, the shit Tyler. out of me. I did. Yeah, I did. That was my choice. <laughs> yep. So anytime it's foggy out or you hear a siren, it just yeah. triggers. <laughs> just Pyramid like, heads the, coming the for you. The radio in his car. No. Just, the static kicks in. It's like, yeah, ah! Right. ah! Radio? I'm like, I'm like yeah. that radio. The PTSD dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler has been Pavloved in more than one way. Yeah. Sometimes by himself. <laughs> I, what can I say? Comedy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry. and that kind of brings us back around to the PT yep. uh, stuff uh, man I wish that we were getting that Silent Hills but there uh, Brooks mentioned uh, before we started the podcast that there was this theory video about what PT is really about and physical it, therapy he, obviously he, he starts with the hot take that PT was not actually a teaser for Silent Hills. 
It's the story of Kojima's uh, 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 relationship with Konami uh, falling. That wouldn't surprise me. And the the Fox Engine um, issues and the the rise of the mobile game thing. This which... is exactly the kind of obtuse storytelling <laughs> method that Kojima would use. Yep. Kojima's cry for help would be PT. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, at least if we don't get Silent Hills, at least PT influenced a ridiculous amount of uh, indie uh, uh, horror games that have been great. Is PT going to be this current generation of gaming's Duke Nukem Forever? Or when we <laughs> finally get it, it's just going to suck? <laughs> if, I don't think... Uh, that will actually get it. I don't think that's going to end up happening. Konami no. has expressed that they have no interest in making video games. And they mm -hmm. couldn't without Kojima anyway. I yeah. mean, they... Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> <laughs> they just renewed the license, too. Did they? For Silent Hill, yeah, the oh, trademark. because they're still making pachinko games out of it. Uh, Probably, and, yeah. And mobile... I and fucking hate Konami now, too, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they like, love games. They, just not the right games. They love gambling. Yeah, <laughs> they like they making had money. Devolved uh, the Metal Gear uh, and Castlevania and Silent Hill into pachinko machines, which oh are very God. popular in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't get any more cool games from that company anymore. No. Because you know all these companies are seeing the ways that they can make money, and not apparently that Sparkster sequel hard, that we know, were like people who grew up gaming aren't aren't that market anymore. They're not the market that's going to sustain these companies that just want more money. The barrier well, of entry uh, in terms of like how much money you have to put into a game is probably like like the difference is like you make a pachinko game, you just make it and it's good. It's not like you have yeah. a billion designers and artists and all that stuff. Like you probably make so much more money off of that to be honest. Probably. I mean, we're <laughs> we're seeing similarities with that anyway even with video games having gambling built into them with loot crates now and shit like that. Mm, okay. yeah. It doesn't matter. Everything just goes back down to gambling because human beings love to gamble for some fucking reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a waste of money. And speaking of loot crate, loot the crate went Oh, under, that's right. Is loot crate uh, declared bankruptcy. <laughs> Where will you get your cheap crap now, internet? <laughs> I'm hoping um, my cheap crap comes in the fucking mail soon. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, watch our, our videos on uh, YouTube, you'll know that for a long while there, I was doing uh, Loot Crate unboxings every month. That stopped when I stopped receiving Loot Crate boxes, even though I was paying for them. Um, for the past three months, uh, Loot Crate has been unable to satisfy and, and send out these crates. Uh, and I was wondering what the hell was going on. It's like, oh, I kept getting, it was regular. I would get emails about shipping delays and shit like that. And they're like, it's coming, it's coming. We're, it's, we're just going to have to delay it. And uh, until this week when I received the email uh, that they were declaring uh, bankruptcy, that they had acquired a $10 million bankruptcy loan in order to satisfy outstanding crates. Uh, that everything will be run as business as usual, even though they laid off like their entire warehouse staff. Um, and they're, I believe, looking for a purchaser, uh, like someone to buy out Loot Crate. I think, didn't they? Disney. I thought they found it. Oh, <laughs> oh, God <no>. damn it! <laughs> Disney well, I mean, shall own the world. I mean, all that, all that, all that Marvel, Marvel stuff. They're, they're kind of, you know, that they, they huck all the time 
I mean, Disney could just be like directly yeah, right. do it. I don't know. I, I never, I never uh, fell for for a loot crate as much as they're. They have a couple of things that I wanted, mm-hmm. but um, and I've ordered off of their. But you're an adult; you can just buy those. I know exactly. <laughs> so, like, so I bought some of the some of the the things, the loot crate things, just outside of the crate. You know, like on Amazon, there's like um, there are a couple of things still on my wish list that I was like, well. It's not worth getting all that other stuff, but this one thing, maybe if I'm drunk <laughs> and I'm chilling on my wish list. I'm See, like, yeah, I kind of enjoy crate culture. I like getting just some, you know, something that I know is going to be tuned to my interests in some way. That's just kind of a neat surprise every month. I, I really enjoy those. Uh, except for that time that Jasmine broke into my crate and hit a fucking Smirnoff ice in it. That was wonderful. Yeah, that it was, was lovely. The just the pregnant pause. <laughs> like, damn it! <laughs> yeah. I was filming an unboxing. Jasmine, oh. uh, uh, my girlfriend Jasmine, had opened the crate without my knowledge, uh, and uh, tucked a Smirnoff ice in the shirt in the crate, and then resealed it. And it's lovely when you're watching the video. He goes like, "You know, this has some heft to it. Like, this feels heavier than usual." We have all been iced. We yeah, have, we've all been me more than once. Oh, we'll be bringing it back. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, I have uh, June, July, and August that are all supposed to ship to me at the end of this month. Cool. I bought so. some Lord of the Rings. There's like a three pack Lord of the Rings thing that I saw back in freaking January that they were, or January February, and it was supposed to be right when they stopped shipping was when it was gonna send out. <laughs> Yeah, it's they say it's gonna ship at the end of well, this you, month. Well, you loot crate in one hand and just, wish in the other, and your wish order will be here in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with that, uh, because I don't think that crates are dead yet. You're not dead yet. I, I never thought that loot. Specifically, loot crate because like there are other you know since loot crate there's been a bunch of other everyone's got a box with something in it now. Hell, we can have a box with something in it now. Where we just we could put clippings of Tyler's hair or something like that. We collect Tyler's tears. Yeah. Everyone gets a small small jar of Tyler tears. <laughs> like bath and they water. Come in a <laughs> yeah, right. Like the like the, like the bath water. Yeah. Gamer gamer girl bath water. Don't drink it. <laughs> it's got glitter in it. <laughs> Oh, um, but uh, it it never seemed like it would be all that sustainable because um, with loot crate, you know, the, in the subscription thing, for example, buying an individual one as opposed to you know getting subscribing and saving, um, never seemed like it would be that worth it to me. And I know a, a lot of other people have felt the same way. Yep, and that's why I don't. I don't I'm, I'm not a crate guy because. If I want something out of a, out of that crate, I'll just go buy it. You know, like yeah. you know, because I don't want uh, novelty shot glasses and um, this keychain that I'll never use uh, as part of my my thing. I just I like junk, but I like the junk that I pick out. I see. I collect uh, you know nerdy shirts and band shirts and and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to receive a shirt in in every crate. Uh, and uh, their figures are, are pretty neat. You know, the uh, last uh, crate that I received came with a great Ghostbusters figure in it. Uh, really solid, you know, 
well, Ghostbusters figure. Ghostbusters. So, we do have our, our guest here, uh, Mr. Chris McCullough. Um, and uh, I figure uh, we would probably be doing a very poor job if we don't at least uh, ask you a few questions. Yeah, put me up against the wall, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you auditioned for Five Nights, uh-huh. uh, were you already familiar with the franchise at that point? I was. I would, um, but by the time I, you know, I knew the franchise. I played uh, the first game. By the time the third had come out, I'd kind of, you know, it was like everyone else. Okay, this is good. It's run its course, and then just forgot about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then uh, that's when he made uh, FNAF World, the RPG that no one really liked, but so he had to make a version two because it was too cute. Like, how did you make cute characters of these? And so he made a ver- uh, an, an update and he made it more frightening. And then he added a mini game, which was a spoof of Star Fox called uh, Foxy Fighters. <laughs> and that's where I got the uh, audition for. And nice. at the time, I didn't know it was him. It was just crazy characters for a game. And I kept looking at the name, Scott Cawthon in Dallas. And I'm like, I told my wife, I think I just got a job from the guy that does Five Nights. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't find out until the game update came out and said, dude, you were great. And FNAF, I'm like, huh? No shit. So yeah. you didn't know when auditioning that it was for FNAF World it, nope. or anything like that? No, nope. they're very secretive and stuff like that. Huh. That's really cool. Um, so uh, since then, uh, you have also been in uh, Sister Location? Yes, I played Vlad the Vampire in the soap opera series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell you, the baby isn't mine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, and... Uh, you're well. People probably mostly recognize you from uh, FNAF. You've also done. Uh, you did uh, Hank Pym in uh, Marvel game. Is that right? The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> yeah, it was a Marvel. Can I skip this cutscene, please? <laughs> <laughs> it was for a Marvel Avengers Academy as a mobile game. Uh, okay. Toyko, the same one that did um, uh, Family Guy. They've since oh, right on, stopped. Sure. Which was sad. I don't know why they stopped the game. But it's interesting you brought that up and you brought up the MMO of the Avengers because someone in Wikipedia said I, uh, I'm, I'm doing hang payment in game and that's not true. Okay. So oh, I had my fir- I've had my first bullshit Wikipedia entry. <laughs> yes. That's how you know you've made it. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw that. I think you need a wiki page at this point. I think I do too. <laughs> I have an IMDb. Set the record straight. <laughs> if you're going to get a wiki page, just fill it with a bunch of bullshit. So that way when somebody lies, you'll know that it's it's clearly a lie. <laughs> because it'll be too normal. Uh, remember, Wikipedia is the be all and end all of all correct information. I'm the first yeah. exclusively hang gliding voice actor. <laughs> In the new, I committed the first space crime. <laughs> I recorded the first video game in space. That would actually be kind of cool. That would be cool. Yeah, but if the game sucks and it's ruined space forever. <laughs> um, and uh, your most recent credit, though probably not your most recent gig, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, the Exorcist uh, VR. Yes. Uh, the Exorcist Legion VR. Um, on episode four, I do the voice of uh, Lieutenant Jameson, who's uh, interviewing one of the prisoners. After you, after you beat that, uh, um, what's what I'm looking for? That scene, and you go back to your office. There's a tape that me in there. Cool. The oh, Jameson liked liquor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hard time. Um, 
I imagine that there are probably some uh, smaller uh, games that you've been uh, that you've worked on uh, that don't necessarily get the coveted IMDb uh-huh. entry. Um, let me see. Well, it's on there, but it's been really small. I did also uh, work for uh, a children's game, a math game called Prodigy. Math games? <laughs> All right! Fuck yeah, math blaster forever! <laughs> <laughs> and I basically played those. Excuse me, jumpstart first grade, that's the best one. <laughs> um, I don't think it's on there. I actually had a really small part in Payday 2. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. it was on. Uh, uh, and I think. Who are you? The credit was really funny, too, if I remember right. That's Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I, nice. I've been here for an hour. Yeah. No, um, it's, it's the, uh, it's, it was my first video game job. It's uh, for the Barbecue Butcher's Pack. Um, yep. Okay. Any, anytime you set someone on fire, that's me screaming. Yes. <laughs> which, which, which I do a lot. I've played a lot of Payday 2, and I've done a lot of like dedicated builds where I light people on fire and stab them with a barbecue fork. It's great. So. <laughs> yeah, I think your credit on that was actu- actually screaming guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard this man scream more times than I knew. <laughs> it it kind of sounds like... I- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dan's like I've modeled my life after you. <laughs> what we should do is 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 uh, edit the that out and then play the actual clip. <laughs> um. So uh, d- you obviously, I'm sure, do more than uh, just video game uh, voices mm-hmm. and your voice acting. What uh, are uh, some of those other projects that you've uh, been involved Really, in? the only stuff I do right now is just a commercial, commercial voices right and stuff like that. Um, I think my biggest one, my biggest paying one, the worldwide, I uh, did a uh, uh, health juice called uh, uh, Chiari. Health juice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's juice like a weasel. whole problem. Yeah, it's, it's Aki Berry, you know, smoothie shakes type of thing. Sure, yeah. sure. Huh. Right. I also got to do their I'm their vo- I'm, I'm their whole voice also. <laughs> nice. Nice. So is that kind of like a hey, uh since we've got you for this, could you like, could you want to uh, do this, do this too? Yeah. Do they like give you like a palette of the juice they were trying to No, show I haven't or? seen that. And actually uh the other long-term one I've done uh is for an instant messenger called Brosix. Brosix? Brosix. This sounds really sounds suspicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's Bro, sick. Uh, What's going on with this one? <laughs> so, Definitely sounds like it, a it's like you don't need to use email and, and phone. Just use this one instant message. Email phone for losers, bro. It's like the uh, the what's the app where you can what's like that? the high five app or whatever on uh, Silicon Valley where all oh, you can yeah. do or no, it's a fist it's bump a app. Fist like bump all app. you can do is send a fist bump. It, it, this is a messaging <laughs> app where all you can do is say, bro, bro. sick. <laughs> Sick, bro. Bro, hey, you got a point there, dude. Bro, dude. Bro, bro, sick, dude. Bro, 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 sick, bro. Bro, sick, bro, bro, bro. Very um, Shakespearean there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't encourage him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You have opened a can of worms. That's what I was going for. So. Oh, no. No, there, there are too many open cans of worms. <laughs> uh, I already did the New Zealand accent, so that's coming back at some point. Well, you know, that was Shakespearean, but your iambic pentameter was just a bit off. Da-da, 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 da-da. Much better. 
Um, so uh, as uh, someone who is a voice actor in games and a fan of games, uh, are there any games that you uh, any any game series that you would like uh, is on the wish list that you'd really love to lend your voice to? Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking hesitation. I love it. Yeah, that's confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Talk you, to me, Ed Boon. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> You've clearly thought about this before. <laughs> that's that's my that that's my little that's my little brass ring. That's the one. I nice. Love that one. Yeah, that would be that would definitely be. You good too one. could now, be the new voice of Sonya Blade. Yeah, you're a lot better. You're a lot better than Ron. I tell you that. <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask. Is there a character that you would like to take over voicing, or would you just be cool even if it was like a new character? Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, you, you kind of sound like Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I guess. Now you just want to do everyone's screams, right? Yeah. <laughs> Every time anyone gets punched. <laughs> oh, the nut shots you may not know this, but I'm already the slowed down screams from all of the, the fatal blows. <laughs> That's great. Um, of the uh, games that you've voiced, mm -hmm. Uh, which is your favorite to play? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, out of the ones that I voiced, I'm going through my mind thinking of all of them. Plucking <laughs> them out. Um, probably Ultimate Custom Night. Yeah, I really do like that one. That one's got a lot, a lot, a lot of. I, it's a workout when I play that game. I have nothing but for people that have other streamers that I do three, four hours. Yeah. I mean, thirty minutes of that. I'm. I need a breather. So. Yeah, I have uh, not played Ultimate Custom Night yet. Um, but I've watched, you know, the prolific FNAF mm -hmm. YouTubers, you know, mm -hmm. play it, Markiplier and, and shit like that. And I'm, and, uh, Matt Pat from, uh, Game Theory and good Lord, that game, like you can pick any characters and set them to the highest, most high difficulty and, I can't remember what the the full like proper 50-20 mode. 50-20, that's what it is. And good fucking Christ. I I would never be able to do that. And now that I think about it, why haven't we put Tyler through this yet? One of well, my please don't. Go ahead. One of my friends is a, a prolific YouTuber in in the UK. Goes by Daco. Mm -hmm. I mean, he um I was watching and as he made a point that he was going to beat 50-20 mode. And I saw the poor child have meltdowns because of this. And when he finally did it, oh, you can just see the emotion. I imagine that there's there's got to be a real like solid feeling of success, mm -hmm. like you you know, once you actually do get to the end of that. But fuck, man. Well, he actually won a bet. If he was able to do that, he got to do an interview with Scott Cawthon. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, very that's cool. Right. So. That's the kind of bet worth making. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with how elusive Scott seems to be as a person. He is. Yeah, right. And I'm not I, on his Christmas card list. <laughs> I, just I think we made uh, uh we may have mentioned this uh in a way earlier episode of the uh podcast, but Scott Cawthon started out uh, like before FNAF, he was making like religious <laughs> Yeah, he was yes. making, Yeah. But the his was style was deemed too like creepy and off putting. Yeah. 
and not. so that's so he why he just yeah. leaned into yeah. it. He's like, whatever, fuck you. Call me, you call my style creepy. I'm gonna make a scary game. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. He was doing all those in one month. He's, he's like, I'll try one more idea with uh, pizza and animatronics, and all of a sudden he adds a story and. Then, hey, yeah. you know, you know what's cool? Fucked up Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking like it's. There's that new movie that just the came banana out. splits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, 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 I grew up watching watching Dude. the Banana Splits TV show because I'd catch it after Super Chunk on Saturdays at Cartoon Network. <laughs> and so I heard I heard a Banana Splits movie was coming out, and I was just like, "What are they gonna do? It's that show was dumb. It's a like, horror movie. Yeah. And then I found out that they're making it scary, and I'm just like, "Fuck." <laughs> that has to have been influenced by the FNAF craze, probably. Probably. I know a lot of FNAF fans are interested in it. Yeah. And wasn't there, uh, for a while, there uh, was going to be a FNAF movie? It's still in the works. Yeah. Is it really? I think they changed studios, though. It went from, like, uh, it went from, like, a big studio to more of, like, uh, a stranger indie film studio. That's Blumhouse. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. They're great. Uh, If it's still true, Chris Columbus is directing it. Really? Really? No kidding. Chris Columbus? Oh, the guy that discovered America. God damn it. I, I was. Knew. I hate you. You stole my joke. Okay, you can have that. Oh. I will take what I wish. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I absolutely knew it was coming. When, come on, it's me. Yeah. It's the low-hanging fruit. You can't avoid it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so are there any projects that you're working on currently that you're able to talk about? Really Are there any projects that you can't talk about? Stupid NDAs. I'm doing. I'm doing commercial work. That's about it. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, we can just censor it out. You just want to. <laughs> great for the podcast. Wait, wait, wait. So if we sign a non-disclosure disclosure, <laughs> could you could you could have a little bit? Double it's negative a, contract. It, there, there may be a game coming out in October <laughs> that I might be there doing something with. There may be a piece of software with, featuring audio clips. He can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Oh, and I saw that uh, uh, at uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion, not Comic-Con at all. <laughs> Phoenix uh, Confusion. <laughs> you uh, did a panel with uh, Andy Field. Yes. Uh, Andy Field... I've never uh, met him or, or talked to him personally, but uh, he is a close associate of my old uh, voiceover teacher, Chuck Huber. Yes. Um, I actually... took classes with uh, Chuck Huber last year, and uh, I know both he and Andy Field like co-run these master yep. classes and, yeah. and stuff like that. So he teaches, yeah, so. he, teach, well, he was a teacher and then got into, he used to teach uh, junior high. And then oh, wow. decided, you know, you know, the same thing. You do voices? Why don't you do voice acting? And just got into that. So That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, heard great things about him. That he's a, a really good teacher and, and very yeah, cool dude. Um, but uh, we have come to the end of the podcast. I'll say it ain't so. It is that time. We will now go. Oh my god! You know, I knew before I opened my mouth it was going to happen, and I should have stopped. <laughs> I should have stopped. Really? But I didn't. You thought it was going there and not say it. Ain't That's so. where my head no. Was I, I thought it was going where he. Yeah, no. <laughs> that pregnant you know what? Your comments are a heartbreaker. Uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> so, Chris, why don't uh, you uh, tell everyone where you can be found on the socials? Uh, on the socials, I've made you? it so easy. I used it when I used to do stand up. I had a I had a, ha- a handle of Grig Lager, 
and you just find it anything Twitter, YouTube, you will find it. It's Grig with an I, a lager like the beer. Cool. Is it Grig? G R I G. Oh, like from the last Starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you can just go to my webpage, chrismacalavio.com, and they've got all the links there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. Uh, wonderful time. Uh, we'll uh, maybe uh, collaborate on some ideas in the not too distant. I think future. we might be fighting something we'd be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye bye.